Welcome to another edition to a Personal Trainer's Guide to Wealth Creation podcast. I'm with my good friend and all-around top bloke, Brad Shepard. Welcome, Brad. Aloha. Now, before we kick off, we always like to recommend you go and get yourself uh, some powerful resources. You can do that by going to www.ptbiz.com.au and you'll be able to get yourself um, resources that are really going to help to increase the profit in your business. So I recommend you go and do that ASAP after listening to this podcast. Now, today we're going to look at part two of how to overcome objections. So part one, we looked at some of the common objections that come up. Um, some ways to get ahead of that at the front so they don't occur when you're doing the sales process. And now, today, we are going to give you some insights to how to respond to these objections if they do pop up. So very important. Very important that you get good at these, uh, good at these and uh, that you don't have to think about them too much because you've rehearsed them enough, you've practiced them, and you know, uh, predictably, you've got three or four responses that you can pull out if you get asked that. And... Um, the better you know these, then the more comfortable and relaxed you are in the process to be able to do that. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so my big tip straight off the bat is that if you haven't listened to part one of this podcast, my recommendation is hit the pause button now, hit the stop button, go back to the previous podcast. Make sure you listen to part one because there are huge chunks of insightful information which is going to really make sense um, as you listen to this part two. So that is my big tip now. So let's go straight into those three main objections. And uh, objection number one, which is what we probably identified as one of the most main ones, I need to ask my partner. Objection number two is the money or the price objection, can't afford it. Um, and objection number three, I need to think about it, or I need to think it over. So we'll hook straight into number one, I need to ask my partner, spouse, husband, wife. Now, my big tip on this, um, as I discussed in the previous podcast, is that you really do need to uncover this stuff up front. So you wanna be asking these questions up front. But let's say that you have followed the system. Let's say that you have listened to that previous podcast. You've implemented that system. You've been asking all the right questions and you get to the end of your sales presentation and you still get hit with this type of objection. So um, a typical response that could be something along the lines of, look, um, you know, you mentioned to me before that your partner was supportive of your health and well-being goals. Was there something that I missed? Okay, so we're under, under the assumption here that you have asked that question. Um, and you can just put it back on them and go, hold on, was I not following something correctly here? Um, at this point in time, we can just start to figure out, is this a, you know, is this a legitimate concern? Uh, or maybe just is it a bluff or quite possibly they might not have seen the value in it at this point in time. Um, Jace, you had an interesting experience um, before that you've used uh, with somebody who said that very thing to you. Yeah, uh, it's good. I don't think it's bold anymore these days, but I can understand if people think it's a bold move. And uh, what I would do is I would say, well, I'd hand, I'd pick up the phone, or you know, I wouldn't pick up their phone. I'd say, well, why don't we give them a call right now? Mm. And exactly like I just did then, I would pause. And uh, a couple of things. What I want to do is see is that'll call. I guess I'll use the word bluff. I'm not, I'm not saying this person's trying to bluff, but I, I'm trying to find out if that's the actual reason why they're not making that decision right now. In this day and age with mobile phones, it's quite easy for me to ring my partner to do it. So if you're really committed, Brad, uh, I'm assuming it'd be okay for you to pick up the phone now and just ring and ask him. Well, let's just do it now. You've taken the time to be here. I've taken the time to be at my busy schedule. And I like to highlight that, that I have invested time to be here as well. Let's make that decision. And quite quickly, one or two things are going to happen. They're going to pick up the phone. They're going to ring their partner. The partner's going to answer. They're going to ask them on the spot. The partner's going to say, well, 
of course you can do it. I said that before you got there and I can guarantee you that's what's going to happen. They might just be wanting their, to seek approval from the partner or they you know, just need that backing or whatever it was, I'm assuming now. However, you get my point. It's going to, it's going to bring to the surface, is this a legitimate objection mm. or are they just trying to balk? Now, I would say based again on podcast number one on this part one, that very rarely happens these days because we do a way better job of setting up the whole appointment. So once again, this is only if you haven't done that and this pops up or just it comes up anyway. I'd say nine times out of 10, this has worked effectively well for me because it's one or two things. I can deal with a real objection or they're going to ask the partner because it's fair income. Mm. It's a powerful, powerful way to do it. There's many, many, you know, we can look at it on many different levels. You know, people look to you, those of you who are, you know, in a training business and changing people's lives, they see you as their, their mentor, their coach, you know, out of their day, going off to a job that they're probably not that passionate about, you know, the 45 minutes a day they spend with you, maybe two or three times a week, is the highlight quite often of their day. Um, and the amount of respect someone has for you. So really in terms of, you know, just helping them break through some of these personal barriers, we look at it on the, on the personal development level, you know, that could be so powerful for people. And really, you know, what you can say to them is it, you know, is it actually the fact that you do have to ask your partner or maybe there's something that I, you know, you're not totally clear on yet. Um, and again, that can be a great response, you know. So, you know, just putting it back on them, look, you know, and again, you strip these things, you you practice it so that it, it comes off and it's not, you're not feeling robotic with it, but just go, look, yeah. is it actually the fact that you do need to ask your partner or maybe is there something you're not totally yeah. clear on yet? And what you're doing them is you're giving them permission to say what they're really feeling. Yeah, and, the, sorry, you go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can script it any way you want. You can even go, look, hey, um, anything you say is not going to hurt my feelings. You know, what, what's more important to me is seeing you get the results that you want. You know, you've got the, you've explained to me about the 30 kilos that you want to lose. Um, and really, you know, is there something that, you know, that you need to, you, something that you're not totally clear on, or maybe you're not 100% sure about this then? And maybe you, the personal trainer, haven't shown them the value in it yet. Yeah, and the other part is uh, you'll hear the way Brad's tone and my tone is when we're saying this. We're not being rude, we're not being aggressive. We're doing, we're doing a, a, what I call assertiveness, but also being compassionate about it. So we're being compassionately uh, assertive about doing it. So when we teach this, when I've, when I've taught this to the thousands of trainers over the years, you'll get everything from, there'll be a, a certain type of person in the seminar go, oh, that's great, that's gold, I can't wait to rip in and use that. Because they can see that that could actually um, do everything that Brad just mentioned. One, it's gonna, um, it's gonna potentially give them a skill set they didn't have before, that means more um, money in the bank for the business, for the trainer, for their family, for their lifestyle. And on the flip side, you, you actually got to understand that this is how you powerfully influence people. Now, if these people knew how to get in shape by themselves or did it, they wouldn't be sitting in front of you right now. They wouldn't need you. So if without this skill set, without your ability to be able to do that and ask that question, if you use the phone one or not, it's irrelevant. But if you're unable to get that person past that point, you, you're really lacking severe skills in this area and you're letting down, I guess, yourself in terms of achieving your goals, your mission, your statements, and the person that's in front of you. So you've got to understand it's bigger than just, hey, here's a throwaway line to do, tell them to pick up the phone. Mm. Yeah, incredibly, incredibly powerful. All right, so let's, um, you know, let's say that we've, you know, again, another response could be along the lines of, you know, okay, so you do need to ask your partner, we've identified that. Like, tell me the possibility of your partner agreeing with this. Do you think it's low or high? Um, and so again, just pause, just let them answer it, you know. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'd probably say it's, you know, it's probably looking pretty good. 
all right, you wait for the response. You have that silence. Don't worry about trying to jump in there and trying to answer it for them, you know. But, you know, it'd be unlikely that someone's going to say, oh, well, I'm probably going to go home. There's no chance that um, he's going to say yes. Um, yeah, look, I understand that some people might like to discuss it with their partner, you know. So get them to give you a response. All right, well, the fact that it is high, um, you know, that there's a good chance that your husband's going to agree on this, your partner's going to agree. What we can do is we can get the ball rolling based on the fact that this is, is looking like a pretty good thing. So at that point in time, you can start to pull out your, your paperwork, your direct debit paperwork, um, start to schedule this person in, etc. You can kind of jump in there. Yeah, sure. That's the point where I would personally say, um, so outside of you asking your partner permission, sounds like everything else is sorted, everything else is good, this makes sense to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, and, and then again, we get to see how, how dead set serious is this person, you know? And you can even take away all the risk. You can go, look, let's, let, you know, let's get the paperwork started. You with Direct debit forms are filled out, et cetera, et cetera. It just means you don't have to chase that stuff up later. And you can go, look, in the event that your partner doesn't, you know, isn't on board with this, we'll just rip this bit of paper up. Um, it's as simple as that, but more importantly, what it enables us to do, you've taken the first step towards this, you know, that you're engage, you know, committing to your health and well-being and getting, getting rid of this 30 kilos that you want to lose. I don't know about you, Brad, but I really love, when I started to learn this, when I come across um, uh, this, we're calling it sales and objections, but I really love when I understand the psychology of how this works. Powerful. I, I love it, the fact that we're sitting there and instead of feeling like you're being... Um, you know, uh, unsure, you're not feeling, you're feeling stiff, you're feeling rigid, you actually feel quite calm, relaxed and, and confident because you got this stuff, you know, understand it, you're going, look, okay, well, un we understand that part of it, yeah. you, you guys might have some budget stuff going on in your background, house payments, all that stuff, so you've got to check, we get that, that to one side, if that's the only part that's stopping you, mm. we can move forward. Now, it's great, it's so simple, but like, not many trainers know how to use it, and so it can, that, that's literally thousands of dollars walking out the door if you don't do that process. Yeah, absolutely. And if you've ever had someone say exactly those lines, you need to ask a partner. Um, 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 uh, oh, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, never come back, never rang, yeah, don't answer SMSs, all that sort of stuff, you know. Maybe they're just looking for the easy out and bail themselves again, you know. Mm. It's back to that thing and going, look, are you attracting these type of people who at the first sign of any any type of confrontation, and you know, when I say confrontation, any type of commitment, okay, oh, I've got to start losing this 30 kilos now, maybe give it up the chocolate cake uh, daily, then, you know, that can seem confronting for people. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely, change, mm. change is definitely confronting. All right, let's get into price. So price can definitely be uh, a factor, you know, if it wasn't for the money, uh, I guess, you know, most people who you come into contact with would just do it, wouldn't they, you know? Um, so at the end of the day, what we want to do is you know, have a look at the thing of price versus value. So you definitely want to be selling people in on value as opposed to price. <clears throat> um, but you know, if we get to the whole end of this process, and again, if someone gets to this point and um, you know, they say, look, this all looks good, but I can't afford it. Uh, well, number one, you haven't pre-qualified them well enough in terms of finding out what their budget is, where they're sitting, etc., etc. But let's say that still happens. Um, you know, some of the responses you can have, look, you can go, look, prices are definitely a very important consideration in the process. And, you know, most of our clients who get the best results with us would definitely agree with that as well. 
Um, you know, however, what we found is that, that those people who committed um, and made that happen were the ones that got the results. So what's the most important to you? Is it losing those 30 kilos? You know, or you know, is it trying to um, you know, is it trying to stay you know, be concerned about how this is all going to happen? Really, what we need to do is get some level of commitment at this point in time. Alternatively, you might ask them, look, is it is it the cheapest price that you're looking for, or is it the best level of service? Because you can find cheap. There is cheap out there, uh, and generally, what do you get for cheap? Well, you don't get much, and you don't get great in terms of service, and you don't get the results that you want. So. And that happens across any industry. So, um, you know, you can, you can paint that picture for people. We even see it in every single industry. We've seen it in, in our industry, you know. There's cheap people out there doing it. And what, type of, what type of experience have they got? None. What type of information they deliver to people? Well, very low to moderate. Um, and what type of uh, experience do people get? Well, it's, um, it's not that great. Uh, this might be a good time uh, at this point, Brad, to go, well, if someone is talking about it costs too much, can't afford it. Um, I know you had a really good method and I, I use the same. To then explore, okay, well, you can't afford it. I hear that. How far away are we off? Because, you know, the reality is I can't afford it. For somebody like, oh, look, 70 bucks a week, I'm just going to use that example. 70 bucks a week, I just can't afford that. But if you don't know, if you don't ask the next question, well, maybe they're only $10 away from being there. So the obvious next question is, okay, well, Brad, well, how far away are we from getting you started? So it sounds like you see the value in this, right? It's just purely you're thinking you can't afford it. How far away are we? So, Brad, you had a, uh, you had a method that you used to use as well. So in that situation, I'm your client and uh, I'm going, look, I just can't afford it. Mm. Where, where would you take them? Yeah, uh, we'd pretty much get straight to the, um, to, to the nutritional program. And we'd go have a look at what the, you know, what does a typical uh, week look like or typical day look like. What are they eating? How much money are they spending out on takeaway food, breakfast, lunches, dinners, coffees. alcohol, coffees? The list can add up. By the way, put... Glory Jeans have put their prices up for coffee. It's almost like five bucks for a small one. There five you bucks go. a coffee. Five bucks, hey? That's what. That's where it's at, hey? Glory yeah. Jeans. You expect that from a, a bit more of a gourmet store, hey? Mm. <clears throat> um, so um, we add this all up. We put a value against all those and. Pretty quickly, what you'll see, people are tearing up somewhere between you know thirty to fifty dollars a day on this stuff: coffees, lunches, snacks. Uh, the list goes on and on. Add that up over a week, um, and we quite easily see that there can be anywhere from one hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars plus per week just on this sort of stuff. So make that thing go. Look, are you prepared to make some small changes, some small sacrifices? We're not telling you that you have to give up the grog altogether. We're not telling you to have to cut out coffee altogether. But we're just saying to you. Once we put you on our program and our regime with our recommendations, then we'll have you eating more nutritious food, which will actually be costing you less, which means you can invest some more money into your own health and well-being. Now, Brad, if you indulge me, I'll, um, that's one example, and that's definitely uh, what we recommend to do. If you be my potential client here, yeah. then I can run the guys through just a, a slightly different version of that, that similar thing. So, yeah. Brad, so you're, um, so mate, uh, you're saying to me that. Um, it's, you just can't afford it at the moment. How yeah, far I, away? Can't, I can't afford it. You can't afford it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we looked at the, the entry level there being $70. So yeah. how far away are we from $70, do you think, for getting started? Yeah, um, I, look, I wasn't sure how much this was you know, all going to cost or how much uh, yeah, personal training cost, but I, I guess I was probably thinking maybe about um, 50 bucks, you know, ish. $50, yeah. So uh, if I understand correctly, if, if it was at $50, that would, that would be... a, a 
I guess you getting started at fifty dollars, that would be something you'd be able to afford. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see this as as doable. But okay. I mean, I don't know if you you know do it for fifty dollars. Uh, you know, would you? Yeah, well, let's just explore it first and see where we're at. Because um, I guess currently at the moment, what we're saying, Brad, is that um, I'm assuming you want to achieve these goals are important to you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's um, been something that's, uh, I guess, you, you know, uh, up to this point for the last few years, you haven't been happy with, and it's um, meant lack of confidence, um, you know, self-esteem has been a bit low, you said, energy, you're feeling lethargic, and, and just really not feeling, I guess, how you would like to. Yeah. So, Brad, my question for you is, are you prepared to let $20 stand in the way of you getting all that stuff? Mm. Yeah, now you put it like that. So really twenty dollars is the only standing in between your yourself right now and, and what you want to get. Mm. Yeah, it's not much, is it? I don't think it's that much, Brad. I think what, what it's cost you so far has been a lot more than twenty dollars. Now, if you would allow me to be your coach at the moment, Brad, I'm really motivated and I really want to help you get these goals and I don't want to let you walk out there and then go back to doing more of the same, which is what you don't want. Mm. Now if you'll let me help you, Brad, and go, well, where do we find this twenty dollars? So if I just write character for a sec, guys, that's where Brad's method, I think, is just ideal, perfect. Where do you spend your money? Coffees, you know, like I just mentioned, Gloria Jeans, put them up. Like if he's having three a day, it's 15 bucks. We're almost there. Grog. Yeah. It's obvious that anybody who's overweight is indulging in stuff that's costing them money, takeout, fast food, etc. So mm. we know that going in, that's just an obvious telltone sign. So where we can see that the main point I want to point out there is what I wanted to do is take the focus off the 70 and I wanted to get it back to $20. And the line you need to use is, so Brad, are you prepared to let $20? So the thing that's standing in your way from getting these results and you've got to reframe, you've got to reposition what they actually want mm. is $20. It makes it a smaller figure yeah. and they can start, the brain can then start to find a way to get a solution to that $20 because it's not a big big number anymore mm. then help them through that process like Brad's method's great help them look at the nutritional side of the way they're spending their money I would then say Brad look really all you need to do mate and I know this is a big step all you need is to take that first step and go let's just get you started let's just get this underway mm. you know let's get started for a period of time I recommend at least three uh, three months if you can put that commitment in to finding that $20 for the first three months, I guarantee you the results are going to be 10 times worth the investment. Yeah. Are you ready to get started? Yeah, awesome. Powerful, powerful, powerful stuff. <clears throat> Unfortunately, what we hear too often is the stories of uh, trainers and fitness business owners who do pretty much the opposite to that. They, they're 70 bucks. person says they can only afford 50 and straight away they've dropped their pants and discounted for 50 bucks. So. You can see how this is totally flipping that model on its head. If you've ever discounted before, um, you're probably sitting here, you're probably sitting and listening to this audio at the moment going, wow, I couldn't believe there was another way I could have done that, you know? You thought the option A was I was gonna lose that client altogether, or option B was I might as well take the 50 bucks and not miss out on anything, you know? So, you know, and I guess you can backtrack now on that, you know, that client, how long have you had them for? Let's say they've been with you for a year, and they train with you twice a week, it's $20 times two sessions a week, it's $40 a week, four fives are 20, that's $2,000. That's just for one of those arrangements, depending upon how long that person stays a client with you for. So you can quickly see uh, where that money can go and how you can um, you know, not miss out on it, You know, more importantly. I had um, one of our clients um, from Melbourne, Tim Morgan, and uh, he had, uh, he just, he was really good at sales. He just, he just had this run, run of um, people, Brad, where he was getting this question. Um, 
and it was really after partners coming up, and then he found out it was about the affordability, mm. and so he got, got the, to the real issue. Um, and he used this method the other week. We ran through it, and uh, he, he uh, converted seven out of seven, mm. and they all had a similar thing. So one we looked at, well, why he was getting asked this question up front. There was a few things we changed, so that that eliminated that. But yeah, he, he was just gold. And mm. you know, we talk about if you didn't what? use this method, if you didn't know this information. Yeah, it would have. How much money is that? Just in that one sitting, that was seven appointments. He would if he didn't. If he converted two out of seven of them, which was really his conversion rate leading into it. Yeah, that's a lot of money walking out the door. His yeah. average sale per week is eighty eight bucks. So you know, yeah. do the maths on that for the lifetime value of the client. It's very big. It's huge. All right. So more responses to objections if it pops up. So someone says, "Do you uh, look can't afford it?" Look, your response could be: You mentioned before that price wasn't a consideration to your health and well-being. You said you were prepared to do whatever it takes. You know what has changed, or what what is it that I've missed? Again, you're giving them full permission to be able to discuss this stuff. Um, then you go in. You could go into look. What price do you put on your health and well-being? You know, it's price. It's really priceless, isn't it? Um, and so, you know, you get them to stop and think about it, you know, where do you put your values, you know? Uh, next thing is, you know, look, what does it cost you so far not to do anything about this? Yeah. And more importantly, what can you see it costing you in the future? So, it's, you know, you, left, you haven't done any exercise since you left school. You're 40 years old now um, and you're 30 kilos overweight. Uh, what has it meant for you in terms of what have you missed out on? Um, and what do you see, uh, you know, how do you see yourself looking when you're 50 years old, 60 and beyond? Yeah. You know, um, and when we we looked at your nutrition program before, seeing that you're spending you know three hundred bucks a week on coffees, food, alcohol, etc. Once we have a your own nutrition program, you'll actually be saving money. You know, but here's the clincher. Here's the bit I love. You know, look back to them because they can. That's the logical bit, right? Yeah, you know, that's obvious. Okay, I'm spending money on coffee, alcohol, takeaway food, all that sort of stuff, right? Um, all right, so we've identified that, right? And I'm not again. I'm not asking you to give all this stuff up, but what I am suggesting is that just for this moment, you would just explore another possibility. And my question to you is, where is it that you place your values? You know, do you place your values more on the coffee, the alcohol, the junk food, or do you place it more on your health? Um, the, 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 really, the really powerful part of this, this is one of the, I mean, it all costs too much. It's really the most, you know, one of the most, I guess, predominant questions that objections to get brought up. and. You know, here's what I want you to think about if you listen to this. Are there people out there driving cars they can't afford, you know, wearing clothes they, they really can't afford because they're on credit? Why? Because they really wanted it. So, you know, if someone wants it bad enough, you can paint that value, that picture to them, you do this process well. The same thing, they will do it. They will do it. And really, Brad's, uh, what Brad was talking about there is helping them to see you're really coaching and mentoring them and that's what you are. So you're a coach, you're a mentor, you're helping these people get out of their own way. And, and it's, once again, for the half on it, such an important uh, skill set to have. Mm. All right, let's get into the next one. Need to think it over. All right, so we get to the end of this. We have, we've uh, you know, we've up, uh, uncovered up front the prize objection. We've uncovered up front the partner objection. We get to the end of all this and someone turns around to you and says, look, this all sounds good. Um, I just like to think about it, you know. Um, you know, my, the response I love uh, that I've used is, what else is there to think about? Full stop. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> and uh, when I've asked that question, people stop and just go, yeah, look at something, I don't, even, I don't even know what else there is to think about, you know. It could be just that absolute chuck off line, you know. Um, you know, so here's, some, here's, here's a few uh, examples for you. Look, sometimes when we think things over for too long, 
we can pass up the real opportunity. So let's make sure that this time, this is one opportunity that you don't miss out on. You know, you've mentioned to me how many gyms you've joined, how many personal trainings you've started up with, boot camps, etc., and you haven't taken advantage of it. Well, here's your opportunity to make this the one where you succeed. Um, you know, what, what else is there to think about? Um, or back to this thing again, just allow, giving them full permission to be totally honest. Look, what is it that's really holding you back now? Look, you know, you're sitting down with this potential client. Look, Karen, everything you've discussed with me, we can deliver. That's 10 kilos over this next four months is definitely doable. I can see you using the program. Um, we've, we've, we can see it's not an issue um, of you being able to get to our boot camps, all this sort of stuff. Really, um, at this point in time, I'm baffled. Um, what is it? Is there something else that's holding you back? And I'm giving you full permission to be honest with me right now. Yeah, that's good. Makes sense. Mm. I've nothing to add on that. <laughs> and that, I mean, that can actually be come become a workshop in itself. That bit, you know, what is it that you actually need to think about? Maybe I can help you with it. Um, so again, what you're doing is you're being their mentor, their confidant. So instead of just going, I need to think about it. Oh, okay, cool. Well, um, you know, if you can sort of maybe give me an SMS or a call next week, then that'd be great. Let's nail this thing on the head now, you know. So look, okay, well, you need to think about it. You pull out a fresh sheet of paper, um, and um, and you go, well, let's, you know, what is it? What, what are some? When you go away and think about it, what are some of the things you're going to think about? Yeah. Yeah. And you workshop it. You know, you become their coach, and you go, look, if you again, if you enable me to put on my coach's hat, because you know, I've helped people through this before. People have been unsure about if this is going to be the right fit for them. Um, look, I'm just curious, how long have you been thinking about this for? Eight years. Okay, eight years. All right. Well, don't you think that's been long enough thinking about it? <laughs> you know, now it's time for you to take some action. And, you know, my response to that is, do you think thinking about it anymore is going to change anything? I'm just laughing. I've got a mate. He's um, I reckon for the last ten years. He goes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I reckon I'm definitely gonna get back into shape soon. You know, <laughs> and so just when you said that, it made me laugh. Yeah. You go, what are you gonna do? You're gonna think that weight off. It's ten <laughs> kilos. I've never seen a fitness program where you can think ten kilos <laughs> off. And if anyone knows about it, please tell me about it because it just we know that does not work. Yeah. Once again, we just truly. Um, you know, the skill set is really just trying to get to the bottom cause. What's really holding them back? Is it you know? Fear of commitment, fear of that not working, fear of failure again. What is it? What what is it that we're re they're really? What's what's the real issue? You know, mm. um, is it, is there something that you've uh, done in the past? So have you taken steps forward and then stopped? And you know, has that been a common pattern for you? If so, let's put that in the bud now. Let's let's get that sorted. Are you tired of repeating that same pattern? Have you lost the same ten kilos? 10 times, mm. only to put it back on. When are we gonna break this cycle? Yeah. Why don't you allow me to help you once and for all stop this? And all it's gonna require is you to take this first small step. Yeah, yeah, I agree, it's so powerful. And again, it's, it's why we recommend you heavily to, to invest in these three areas, you know, is professional development, you know, learning new exercises, techniques, all that. No doubt you got your skill covered. But the two main areas you've got to spend your time and energy in is business development. Look, you're listening to this podcast, so you're taking steps in the right direction. If you haven't done it yet, get on, get our resources, come to one of our events, do something like that. And secondly, get on the personal development side of things. So have you, have you invested time and energy to understand the personal development side of it? Because this is so powerful. Not only do you become someone's 
coach, their, their, their trader, but you also become their life coach. And if you've had people turn around to you and say, you have changed my life, you can see the type of impact you play in somebody's life. And this stuff is just so important. It can be a pivotal moment, these type of comments. Yeah, and unless you can get comfortable with this once again, then it's, um, it's what's going to hold you back from achieving your goals, your mission, helping more people, having the lifestyle you want, income, all those things are wrapped into it. That's really the main thing. The main thing stopping you from being successful or successful as you want to be is you. So at our two-day events, I do a whole session on how to break through self-sabotaging roadblocks and why that occurs. Because if you're sitting there hearing this stuff going, I could never say that. I would never do that. I would never say that to somebody because I'm scared or I'd be offend them or whatever. Mm. Then you're looking at it the wrong way. You've got the wrong program. And I hate to be blunt, but that's exactly what's happening. I'm, I'm actually going to say, you're literally thinking about it in the wrong way and you have a limiting belief and program because after everything we've talked about today, you can see it's actually the opposite. We're actually trying to help assist people. Mm. And if you aren't able to do that because of your limitations about, I don't want to upset somebody, you get in a confrontation, I don't like conflict. What if they get upset? What if they cry? What if they get angry? All that stuff. Then that's really the issue that's holding you back from utilizing this training tool that we're giving you. So mm. knowledge is great. It's only great if it's getting putting into practice and action. So I do recommend you get along to one of our seminars if you haven't, just for that number one reason. Spend two days removing blocks from yourself that hold you back from implementing the stuff and having the lifestyle that you want. Mm. Yep, absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. So, look, uh, it's been great um, spending some time with you today. Uh, we certainly look forward to catching up with you on our future podcasts and um, having you on board with us um, at one of our well, events. I do have a question, though. Like You know I like to ask these questions, mate, um, and I do have one for you. And um, This is what I'm going to ask you today, okay? So, yeah, are you sure. ready? Yeah. Drum roll, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What do you order or not order at a restaurant you have been to or never been to? Okay, that one sounds a little bit cryptic. Can I hear it again? <laughs> what? what do you order yeah. or not order yeah. at a restaurant you have been to or never been to? Okay, so uh, what do you order or not order at a restaurant you've been to or never been to? Yeah, I don't even know what that means myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely stumped. Yeah. Um, I, think it's, I, think, I think it's a bit cryptic. I think it's just one yeah, of those ones yeah. that we don't have the time to figure that out because you and I, <laughs> as sharp as we are, we probably don't. So I'm going to ask you another one and that is... Um, <laughs> We're two big dumb bodybuilders. <laughs> ain't too smart but can lift heavy things, you know. Well, Next is, question, please. What is the longest you have gone without sleep now? Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Probably for me, it would have to be the... Uh, we did the Eco Challenge where we did the mountain bike, uh, kayak, abseil, and hike race. Uh, and that was uh, 60 hours. Oh, yeah, 60 yeah. hours. So, yeah, it was full on. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, uh, definitely not. It's not 60 hours. That's incredible. I'd, I'd say it's 48 hours is the longest. And we were doing a trek. And not, it's not like the Eco Challenge, but we, yeah, it was a trek that we did. And yeah, that was tough. Yeah, you didn't do the 40 hour famine? I can't imagine you doing that. Obviously, I'm doing the full hour fan. So, <laughs> all right, gang, it's a sign off from us. Rip in and uh, put this, um, put the the stuff you're learning into action. Check out.